I'm glad you were here for this. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> well, that's the show. <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. <laughs> Do you want to cue us in? Sure. Perfect. Cast, it's casting light, right? Do you, do you have a song? Do you, do no. you sing a song? Like, <laughs> Welcome to it is ca- casting light. Welcome to the casting light podcast put on by Guiding Light. My name is Daniel. This is Debbie. And our guest is Dan Post. That was actually pretty good. Thank you. That was really good. Mm-hmm. Are we using that? It every time, no. I won't be the guest. Welcome. Every time. Almost went Brady Bunch there. Well, I, I kind of got that just that for if I if no one did understand me. Welcome to Casting Light, a podcast put on by Guiding Light. Uh, my name is Daniel. This is Debbie. my other host Debbie, and this is Dan Post. That is our guest today. I know that we don't. Where really, do I look? There's a lot of cameras. <laughs> the don't worry there. about it. I'm not. Um, this is a really impromptu. Uh, conversation, but I know that you're part of the Phoenix. You've been part of that for yeah. quite some time now, right? No, no. Well, you, <laughs> I thought I, it just started here. Well, you've led, you've led classes first. I'm pointing at you a lot too. Yes, you are, and I feel uh, a little threatened by that. So if you, you should, stop, that'd be great. you should. You... Also, this is partially not of. This is an only audio-based medium, partially. So pointing won't. I like how you say partially, like that somehow. Well, because it's also on YouTube. I know. But... So why are you? Can you, Dan? Anyways, this is about Dan, not Debbie. So you have been. It's about Dan, not Debbie. So I've been. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna squeeze right in here. <laughs> I've been working for the Phoenix okay. since July, and then uh, I did volunteering for them for, oh gosh, two years ish back in the pre-COVID ages. Oh. Um, the before and actually, times. Yeah, the before times. So we. <laughs> We stopped because of COVID. I, I'm pretty sure that's what, like in the gym, just kind of yeah. fell apart and yada, yada, yada. But then, uh, yeah, fast forward a couple of years and and uh, I was looking to get out of my job and I saw they were hiring. I was like, yeah, me, please. Hi, <laughs> I'm here. Nice. Yeah, it's been great. Did you, where, what type of employment, was it the same type of employment previously? No. What, what work did you do before this? What uh, kind of work? Well, so I was working in, I was still working with like uh, substance abuse, but I was okay. at a, I was at a methadone clinic. I was the clinic director there. What? For, yeah. For like. How did I not know that? I don't know. You never, you never, <laughs> we never talk about things. You don't. That's, that's true. You, your questions you ask me are, Hey, what's the workout? And I'm yeah, sore. Be here, like, what why do does do? my leg hurt? Tell yeah, me how to is, fix it. Tell me how to fix it. Huh? That's really. Yeah. So cool. like, well, it, it, they actually kind of, so I was coaching, volunteered, then got the job as the clinical director. And then I quit that job to work for the Phoenix. So it was separated a little bit by that, by that work. I'm still just blown away that I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. So what is it, what's been your experience since being able to do the Phoenix more? And actually, can you break down what Phoenix is? Yeah, I was going to say, for those of us that don't know, what does the Phoenix do? Yeah. Uh, so the Phoenix is a nonprofit nationwide uh, organization that focuses on building sober communities in local areas. Um, it's <clears throat> been around since 2006, headquartered in Colorado. <laughs> yeah, Denver in Denver, Colorado. Uh, and, and we've got local chapters all over. Um, this We've actually served over 100,000 people this year. Wow, nice. Um, through, through all our, not just here in Michigan, obviously, just yeah. all over. Um, Michigan, we've got chapters here in Grand Rapids and uh, in Detroit as well. Uh, so we, um, you know, we help to create programs. We partner with local gyms and organizations to um, give people an outlet and a safe place to exercise, build community. That's not, um, you know, it's a little bit different than like a twelve-step program. You yeah, know, yeah. it's it's uh, it can be. Uh, in, you know, uh, supplementive, it can be with it. It can be mm-hmm. completely without, you know, I've, I've known plenty of people that come in that are just like, no, 12 steps weren't for me, mm-hmm. but this works great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a lot of people that come in that are like, yeah, 12 steps were great and I love it. And what, that's what I do. But this is, this is great on the side because it helps to build community, helps keep you sober and gives a little workout. Um, and then all, all the things that we do, 
um, with Phoenix are, are free to anybody that attends, which is a big plug. Yeah. As somebody who's pretty heavily involved in 12 step stuff, like, thank God there's other things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Yeah. Well, you need it. A variety of works, but like not oh, yeah. the same thing is going to work for everybody, yeah. you know? And, and even to that point, like, even though it does work for some people, they might want something extra or I know I'm always a big fan of checking in with how things are working for you. Cause sometimes mm. it works yeah. for a long time and then you hit a point where it plateaus and you know, you want to be able to try new things so you can continue that growth. So having things like the Phoenix where you can try something totally different, um, and hit maybe a different community of people to connect with too. Um, it can be really advantageous for continuing your growth journey. Yeah. I think one of the, one of the big things that really drew me into it too, because when I started volunteering, I was going to a lot of 12 step meetings and it, it always just felt like something was missing. Cause it was like, mm-hmm. you know, we get this, um, we get the community aspect in 12 step and we get, uh, this emotional kind of uplift at a spiritual mm-hmm. uplift. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I, I look around the, the tables in the rooms and people are shoving their self, you know, shoving candy into their yeah. faces oh, yeah. and coffee. That's, you know, a 10 ounce coffee, that's eight ounces of sugar, um, which is, isn't bad. Right necessarily but like you know there was there was a severe lacking there and so like there's something missing and um and this helps me to focus on on the physical aspect of of things and and get and stay into shape and i find that for me that is one thing that just makes me feel the best when i'm finished like with a workout and i know i gave it my my all and i pushed myself even if i even if I didn't do the workout as good as other people, I still did it as, as well as I could for that day, for that time, and I feel great. It's a, it's a very. You, you can take a lot of the like the ideas in in recovery in general too, and bring that to the workout too. I sure. like the the humility of, you know, being able to go to room, a being vulnerable enough to go into some of those workouts, and oh, you don't know every single person around. This is the mm. first time being here. There's a lot. Of, and not only the the community and connection around that of having somebody, you know, there's in some of your guys' classes, big people, yeah, and and well, there just is, yeah. And then, but it's it's a community there. They generally care. But then also going in and being humble enough to, oh, I'm gonna pick up those fifty pound weights. Like that's the one I'm gonna use for this workout. And then like three reps into oh, it, yeah. you're like, that's not. That, that was <laughs> I made a mistake. <laughs> that was a mistake for that. Um, I immediately regret this decision. Yeah, mm-hmm. but and it's such a. Uh, I finally get to use visceral too. It's such a visceral right. experience. Ooh. It's racking up to, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> it is though too. We talk about all these things of to feel the effect. It's I sure. am mm-hmm. feeling a difference. I am yeah. physically put, I'm physically doing something where it's not, it's a very tangible yeah. change. And then waking up the next day and you're like, oh, like, yes, I did something yesterday. Like mm-hmm. I feel a little sore about it. And I'm also obsessive, so it's nice to be able to yeah. like have something to direct it because that's never going away. Yeah. And for me, it was running for a long time, and then my feet kind of got tweaked, and it's just like, okay, like it's it's another area that I can look at and be like, this is a healthy alternative than running wheels in my head. Sure. Yeah. Well, and I mean, we we know that it's good for mental health too. And yes. I I work as a life coach at Guiding Light, so I don't deal with any physical stuff, and uh, you could. <laughs> that's not, I'm not a personal trainer is what I mean. Like I'm not walking them through any of that stuff. Sure. So I think sometimes having that for me, it's very intangible what I'm working with people on mm. and the effects can usually take longer for them to actually feel a benefit from. Yeah. So having something where they can really tangibly grab onto, like I did one more rep than I did last week yeah. or, you know, like something like that can be so helpful, evidence. especially. Yeah. yeah. Having evidence is so Science. important to keep going forward. <laughs> And sometimes it makes my job a little bit easier that they're yeah. also working on fitness because they can use that and help like, okay, well, I didn't feel it today that I did a different routine, yeah. but I know that I can do 10 more reps than I could a month ago. Yeah. So I'll take that same idea and apply it to this other thing I'm working on. And it just gives a really nice holistic approach to the whole thing. Yeah. So it's very, uh, extrinsic. It's very yeah. tangible. I can see the benefits. I can see it. Whereas like 
you know, uh, therapy or something like that mm-hmm. is like, you have to check in with yourself. You have yeah. to, yeah. you have to know like, okay, I'm having, you know, a really tough day, but I know that I didn't pick up drugs. I didn't do this. Mm-hmm. I didn't, you know, I didn't exhibit A, B and C and that's better than, than what I was yesterday. So I'm growing, I'm doing something better. Whereas this it's okay. I, you know, even if it's like, I just, you know, before I crashed, I worked out a minute longer than I normally yeah. did without feeling like I was going to die. And just the, it's, it's also just another, I hate the analogy of like tool bags of like, no, uh, I hate mu- it too. <laughs> I, I, it just it's, works so it well work. though. I prefer a toolbox. Okay. Oh. Sorry. Thank you. Right, you so that one. <laughs> on, in my tool belt, I like to put a lot of things in, but one of them is the, it's, that's something I can physically do. Sure. It's. I know I'm going to go, I'm going to, that's a check mark in my day. Like I mm-hmm. did something with that day. There is, regardless of how I did, I showed up and a lot of it, no matter how I do, it's like, well, majority of people aren't doing this. Yeah. So regardless of how I show up, like I showed up in this way and I can get a little check mark on yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely. Which is extremely beneficial. Yeah. And I think that's, I think that's the big thing is just showing up as yeah. long as you, like I don't, and, and I was trying to say this today, but it's hard because nobody Almost nobody listens. And so I know, I know that like as I'm giving information that it's going in one ear out the other and they're, they're off talking they're you know, whatever mm-hmm. it is. But as long as somebody hears it, like it's, it's good. It's, I don't, as long as you're showing up and giving me your best effort, that's mm-hmm. all that, that's all that can be expected. Like the numbers that I, that are in the workouts and the, the time domains and the weights, it's, that's, that's all subjective. Somebody created that with a, an athlete in mind, a typical yeah. person that is going to do CrossFit or hit training or, or whatever it is. And not everybody's going to fit that mold. So give me your best effort. That's all I ask. And I think that's big for, especially the guys who are specifically from guiding light who come in that like, Hey, I'm one day sober or two days sober, whatever mm-hmm. it is like, mm-hmm. You know, I am struggling with this. I've got this pain. I'm 60 years old, whatever their, their ailments are. And it's just like, they, they, uh, they don't believe in themselves. They don't believe that I can do this. This is something that I can do. So it's okay. Well, you know, what can you do? What weight can you do? Like, how long do you think you can push? Like, just pay attention to yourself, make sure you don't die. And then Usually I, I pay a little bit more attention to those people throughout the day, <laughs> checking in on them. They seem a little pale. I'm like, maybe let's get you some Gatorade. <laughs> like, maybe let's sit down for a little bit. It, it, is, it is amazing how quickly, especially after years of, of active addiction or even just, it, it could be mental health, any, any issues like that, mm-hmm. after years and years and years and years and years and years of this. And years. And years. <laughs> <laughs> Of, of that happening, though, of how quickly you can go into that and just be like, no, 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 I know. I know. I know this is where it ends. Where it's like, no, you don't. <laughs> so that's so funny. I was having a conversation with a, a member who um, comes to some of the other programs and and he's like, oh, I couldn't make it this morning. You know, he's he's found out he's asthmatic, so he's got an inhaler. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, some other issues are, are coming up with him to where his his uh body is in pain in the morning. Hmm. So I'm like, Hey man, don't come to the morning classes, take it easy. And he's like, no, F that. Like I'm going to show up whether I feel like it or not. And I'm like, dude, (laughs) no, like know your limits. Like it's okay to not like your body's going to appreciate it more. It's okay to not come to every single workout that we do. Like you are an old man. (laughs) It goes, it goes Uh, both ways. It does go both ways though. You have, you have the one group that's just like, Oh no, no. I, I know what I can do. Like you you don't know who I am. Like I know what I can do and I I can only go this far for this long. And for some reason I know those very specific numbers. Yeah. Or you have the other side that's just like, no, 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 no. I'm going to do this. I was a collegiate athlete. It's like, yeah, 50 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's such a delicate balance between that mentality of, cause I, I talk about this from like a marketing sense with some of my friends who have like on, they primarily market on social media. So we talk about this idea of showing up even when you don't feel like it. Mm -hmm. And sure, sometimes pushing yourself is good, but then there are other times where it's like, well, but also you could take a nap. 
Yeah. Like you could actually listen to your body and honor what it needs. Yes. Um, and learning that language after years and years and I'm not going there. Years. Yeah. So years. many years <laughs> of not. Yeah. Right. Cause that's whether you're talking about mental health or, um, like eating disorders or sure. active addiction, any of these is fundamentally turning off the mechanisms mm. of listening to your body. Yeah. Right. Like, stopping listening to the the things your body is actually telling you and doing other things you know i, I like the honor in your body i like yeah. i like that verbiage yeah Thanks. but and I, I think it i mean it just like anything there's a fine line with it because mm -hmm. it's yes it's um i think it applies more wholly to exercise and mm -hmm. and physical fitness because you know, there's that, uh, I am very introverted and there mm -hmm. is that for me where I'm just like, I, if I listen to my body all the time, cause my body tells me, no, I don't want to be around people. Like yeah. stay home. Right. You're fine. Right. Like Same. let's, yeah. let's, let's stay in our little happy little cocoon. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so I need, it's, it's a journey. It's all yeah. a journey to learn like, okay, this is true. This is not true. Mm -hmm. Like this is, my body telling me I'm, I'm tired. Uh, maybe I don't need to go to the gym. I'd rather take a nap and eat cookies and ice cream. It's like, okay, I'm going to do that instead. But telling me like, oh yeah, you really don't need to go to that social event. Um, you can, you can stay home and, and be by yourself and, you know, watch six hours of Netflix. Yeah. There's a new show that came on. All like, the Star Wars. It. <laughs> oh, yeah. Star Wars. <laughs> Let's watch a Star Wars marathon. Let's do that. And it, yeah, it's, it's learning to differentiate between the two and know, know what is good and what is bad. Well, what's... it's weird. It's weird because when I just, when I first got sober, I think this is a trap a lot of people fall into is I have to, okay, now I have to do everything all yep. the time. Yeah. 100%. Oh, for you sure. You know what I mean? And <clears throat> it's actually something I've had to learn later on in my journey of when it's actually okay to be like, oh, you know what? No. Cause I'm very introverted too. You know what? It's actually okay for me to just not do anything, you yeah. know, and that's a really important part of my routine now is like I have to have at least like one day a week where I'm just like, I don't, I'm not doing anything, you know, I need that time to, to, to recharge and check in with myself. Mm. Like for a whole day? I get anxiety just well. So that. I, I mean, I used to like really be like, man, I should be doing accomplishing something. You know it's, what I mean? I, I, I it's not literally that. a whole day. You know what I mean? But like, like, like being around other people doesn't give me energy the way it gives you energy. Yeah, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, um, and but like, I think what we were talking about last episode is you can't go through life without any meaningful connections with others. So mm, it is yeah. a fine line you have to, I've had to learn how to balance, you know, cause there are days when I'm just like, you know, my body's in pain. I probably shouldn't go to that CrossFit class today, you know, but there are times when my brain is telling me like, no, come on, you really should do that. You know what I mean? You know, you're going to feel mm. better. So learning, uh, learning how to make that distinction is important. Mm -hmm. And also being okay. If you, don't always make the right decision. Oh, I know, sure. right? right? Yeah. So like <gasps> allowing yourself. Because I, I think to your point about like you have to do everything all the time, it's also you have to do it right and perfectly, which is why uh, yeah. I don't oh, like using terms like right or wrong because I think people get so attached to those judgment sure. words. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, well, but I didn't do the right thing. And I'm like, How, who says what the right thing is? You know, who decided? If you, if you choose to stay home that day, and then you realize like, oh, actually that didn't feel better. Mm. I didn't feel better when I woke up yeah. the next day. You learned something. Like this is this is how science works. Mm. <laughs> like you test a hypothesis and find out. And the next time you know, when I feel exactly like that, <laughs> I, it's seriously. I know, I'm just I work like when I'm working with the guys, sometimes they they do that. They're like, I have to do it all right. And oh, I, I don't know what the right answer is. And I'm like, and you probably won't. Mm. Either one of them could yeah. be right in this moment. And maybe you won't know until you pick one and see how you feel after. And then it's it's that process of learning to talk to your, your body and your mind. I think the and as oddly as odd as this might sound, I, I really hope that people within a safe realm are able to mm -hmm. experience a lot of failure. Yeah. Of when, when when I hear you speak of that, it's just there was a lot of times in my life where I went through this like 
I wouldn't make a decision until I, I would just wait. And then once the decision was made by, by just how things yeah. played out, then I was like, well, that's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. And once I got to a point, I, I got sober and it was like, there was a very blunted pointed question. Like you have to say yes or no to this thing. It's black and white. It's this mm-hmm. way or that way. And I remember being like, well, what if it's not the right choice? And at the time, my life coach was like, I don't know what's the right choice. I don't know what's going to happen, but it's your choice to make. And like, <laughs> sorry, it's not a visual medium. <laughs> but but that was the first. And, you know, it ended up being the right. I, I don't even know if it's right or wrong right. choice, but it is. That's it was the choice. It, it yeah. was the choice. And mm-hmm. it's the only I had to make it. Mm-hmm. Um. And even when it comes down to that, I, I, that's why I never, if I cannot miss work, I won't miss work because then I'm going to sit at my house and be like, oh, this, that was the bad, that was the bad decision. That was the wrong choice. And I beat myself up over it. It's just, it's a difficult thing. Yeah. Well, it takes practice. And I mean, I think that's where like exercise and, and the idea of incorporating this is so cool because it does give you that tangible and kind of immediate feedback. Like sure you can't hurt yourself. Like. We don't want to do that, but the re- the the likelihood of that happening is not always a hundred percent. You sure. know, like if you do one more rep and you're like, "Oh, yep, that was shouldn't have done that." Yeah, like you're not gonna die. Well, there's nothing better as an addict than the immediate response. Yes. Oh, absolutely. You know, like, oh, that very obvious and easy lesson right there. I yeah. can't do this, or I can do this, and you know, mm-hmm. it, when you talk about therapy and the benefits of that, which I am a huge advocate for. But I certainly wasn't in the beginning, you know, there or meditation or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. The benefits of that take a while to really like for meditating. For me, I notice when I don't do it, I don't see mm-hmm. the immediate benefits of it like right away. I don't sit down and meditate and be like, oh, great. I'm so, I'm I'm so peaceful. Now, you know? <laughs> but working out is like, man, that's been it's been one of the biggest parts of my recovery yeah. is is and, you know, and yeah, going to meetings and you see people eating like Ziploc bags full of candy. And it's like, that's not a, like, feeling bad like that is a terrible way to live. Yeah, drinking, like, two or three, like, rehab monsters every Uh single day. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Smoking cigarettes. I don't don't want to live that way, you know? I know. I I vape. Oh, I still vape now, too. And part part of the reason is I, not part of the reason why, part of the reason I want to quit is I do not want to go through my life creating this success and then be 50 years old and having a doctor be like, yeah, you're not, you got about six months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's a very real thing for me now that I'm so old. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd be more concerned with the, the pen exploding in your face. I don't use a pen. What other options There's are there? There's so many vapes, bro. <laughs> bro, I'm so we're going to blow clouds. This is for another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> nah. No, but it is, and one of the, the, the whole physical aspect of it, it's, I've, I hear, I hear people say it's easier to stay active than get active. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I realize I'm not that old, but I'm not 20. Right. Yeah. One decade older. <laughs> yeah. But the same thing of lot, man. like, I want to be able to maintain this. I, there's, I want to be able to have a life that I can enjoy. And yeah. I see people that they don't have a life they can enjoy partially purely because of the physical physical aspect of it i want to be able to hike a mountain in 20 years if i if i want to do that mm-hmm. it's a choice yeah yeah i feel like that was a like a something An from previous it's a choice. Yeah, there's some sort there's yeah. some sort of uh he's always no trying to dig it. no oh, because I, I i said about the choice thing like five was it two minutes ago oh maybe about me making a choice because it was my choice to make oh yeah you were calling back to your own oh okay yeah, it wasn't a it wasn't a multi episode callback. Okay, oh. it was, I, I felt really left out. Hmm. You don't have to feel left out, okay. Dan. It was All you right. were you were here the whole time. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> was I? This is the first time I've seen her speechless too. Hmm. Uh, yeah, that doesn't happen very often. No, I don't know. You threw me off with that one with the choice thing. Sorry. Yeah, it happens. I mean, it's I leave it's people what I'm speechless quite often. <laughs> Do you have any questions, Doug? No. What? <laughs> I know. This is also very strange. He usually picks up the pieces. Drop for another sure. drop another word of the what's day. What's it like what's it like working with like the guys from from here? So for <laughs> some for somebody who doesn't know, 
Uh, yeah, that might be good clar- man- clarification. I know. <laughs> I was meaning, I was trying to find a way to jump in and clarify it. Here it is. So Dan, as a representative of the Phoenix and Grand Rapids, uh, some of, well, the clients who currently uh, are living at Gui- Guiding Light seeking substance abuse treatment um, provided at no cost to them. Uh, come to all the little. <laughs> they come. They uh, what is it? Twice a week. Twice a week. Yeah. Twice a week. They come down to Eighth Day Gym in Grand Rapids and do a CrossFit class with Dan. What's that like? It probably is, frustrating. It's fun, man. <laughs> it is so like it is. It is my passion. Like coaching cool. and walking That's people awesome. through through exercise is like I. That is the one thing that just fuels me. So. It's very hard being in this position because all I want to do is just, well, let me just run all of the classes. And that's mm-hmm. not, that's not how the Phoenix operates. Phoenix is, you know, we want, we strive to be volunteer led so that we can maintain and sustain programs and, yeah. and do a variety of different things, not just CrossFit, which right now Grand Rapids is, is solely CrossFit. So <laughs> it's fine. It's whatever. Um, we'll, we'll <laughs> We'll get there. Uh, but is it for lack of volunteers to do other things? Yeah, that's a little bit of it. Oh, you know, okay. it's I have people that volunteer that are more on the like side of promotion. Okay. Like they're they're my people inside the twelve step meetings that are saying, Hey, this Phoenix, mm-hmm. it's on these days, mm-hmm. come come check it out. Mm-hmm. Um and uh and I've got a few volunteers uh who do a handful of things, but it's easy for me to find volunteers to do CrossFit classes. Um, because that's my niche, that's my community, that's yeah. that's the the people that I know and the people that I get connected to. Um, so you know, finding people to do other things that's 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 what my focus is on and where my goal is for, you know, so that this time next year we can have you know a plethora of different programs. Yeah. What are you thinking? What? What, yeah. are, you, what are you thinking? Other programs like uh, hiking? I mean, like pickleball. Literally anything. Uh huh. Anything that like I have, I have a, in my uh, home office, I've got a, a whiteboard that has a, anytime I come up with an idea mm-hmm. of something, I, I jot it down. So, okay. you know, we've got uh, pickleball. Um, I want to do team sports, volleyball, softball. Um, I'd love to do disc golfing. Uh, Ultimate Frisbee is, is mm-hmm. on my uh, list. Uh, sometime next year, I'd love to do like a, a fundraising golf outing. But I know those are super hard to put together, and um, so maybe that might be in a couple of years. But yeah. you know, just just anything that comes to mind that people want to do: snowshoeing, sledding. Um, if somebody skiing, wanted to hiking, like volunteer to put one of those on, how would they do that? They can uh, they can either go to the website, uh, thephoenix.org, backslash volunteer. And, Which and we'll have in the show notes for you. Ooh, so if notes. you're listening to this and you're thinking, oh, I would oh, love man. to lead I'd something to like that. that, we'll have the link up in the show notes for you so you can click on that and yeah. get connected. Or what's even easier is you can download the Phoenix app, uh, oh. which is available on Google Play Store and the App Store. Uh, and then there's just a little thing on there that says volunteer. Um, oh. And then it'll get you connected with me. Uh, and what's really nice is it's kind of all on the volunteer like in in a matter of scheduling so if they wanted to do it once a month every other month once a quarter yeah five times a week like really flexible it's really flexible that's really cool yep yeah i know it works out because we want i'm glad you went there doug because i definitely was like oh we could totally Mm -hmm. share this well and then if you want to be involved with events you just go to the phoenix and then find an event right yeah. and then type yeah. in where you're from it could be grand rapids or i know somebody a friend of mine is talking about getting something started in holland or something like that like um just look yep. and so if somebody some volunteer wanted to start an event or something like that they get they get in contact with you and then you just put it up there yeah absolutely. pretty much yep. yeah um yeah. well yeah once they take that to once, heart folks once they go through the volunteer process they can just they can take care of the schedule all on their own and then I, you know, check in with them periodically. Uh, but it's the same thing. If you want to find an event, you can just download the app or you can go online. It's and super easy. Super it's, easy. It's genuinely whoever designed the app as well. Genuinely oh, yeah. a good app. It's not, I, there's so many like weird apps that you have to download mm-hmm. for like, you, there's an yeah. app for everything now. Mm-hmm. Genuinely a good app. Yeah. So yep. thank you for whoever did that. I will pass that on. Yeah. They'll be very happy to hear that. 
Um, so getting back to the <laughs> Sorry. original question. Tangent. Oh, right. What was the question? Um, what's working with the guys? Like? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It is a legitimate joy and treat for me to do. Um, you know, the first, the first couple of weeks where the guys don't know what's going on, and it was like, all right, this is what we're going to do. I try to keep things simpler, but as we get and as, as the people kind of return and they're there mm-hmm. for more longer than we can do kind of more intricate, more intricate things and stuff that's a little bit more challenging and, and fun in that aspect. Um, but yeah, it can be, it can honestly, just like coaching anybody, it can be frustrating because some people don't learn well. Um, Mm -hmm. some people don't have real good mind body connection and some people just don't listen well. Like there's, there's a whole, like, we have a lot of them. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it, it happened today. It was, I mean, really frustrating. I don't know how many times I told, like it was, I shouted it three or four times before I left. Like, Hey, I'm going downstairs. If you need this piece of equipment, follow me. And then I, I made, I made, I swear five trips because people kept, Hey, where do we get this thing? I said, follow me. Yeah. And then came back upstairs. Where do we get this thing? Follow me. And so it's, it's, uh, I mean, but that's, that's, that's any large group. Like people are off doing their own thing. They're not listening, but, uh, for the most part it's, um, you know, and some, sometimes the guys will come up to me and, and, you know, there have been a couple that tell me the, the impact that I've had on their lives and that, uh, that fills up my cup right? for, for so long. Like I can deal with a hundred thousand crappy, um, you know, people and students and learners and all that stuff. But the one person that says like, Hey, what you're doing is really, is has changed my life that that's enough to, to keep me going. And that's what, what I, what's why I love to do what I love to do. And, uh, yeah, it's and I love I love especially the the guys that come in that are like you can tell they went to the gym before they got into recovery. So they're like a little fit and a little buff and I'm just like, "Oh, this is going to be so fun because you have no idea what's in store for you." Mm-hmm. And then it's and then I just get to see them rolling around on the ground and like gasping for breath and I'm like, "That was fun, it's, wasn't it, buddy?" It's pretty awesome. It's <laughs> the and really just do appreciate the care and passion that you put in because it's obvious especially when when guy like goes there and like i had that conversation like hey is it okay like bring bring this person bring that bring them yeah bring them here um and how inclusive that is to to have that and also just a lot of people are i i think the only way i knew about crossfit was the crossfit joke of do you know how someone knows that you do crossfit because right. you tell them you crossfit yeah. that's like that's the extent of what that word meant to me um and then I found out that it's something that I enjoyed. And a lot of a lot of the movements, a lot, a lot of people have never been on a rower before. Mm-hmm. A lot of people might have never, maybe not have ever been in a gym. And, yeah. you know, all these things that it's just an experience that they would not have the opportunity to have if it wasn't for the program that you put on, the time that you put in. Um, and as you said, like you show up just as much as, as the guys do. So, yeah, appreciate you. Yeah, thank you. It's, uh, you know, and for, for those who are listening that are thinking about trying CrossFit and hearing me talk about watching people suffer, um, <laughs> it's not always that way. <laughs> it's, you know, it, it, you get as much as you put into it. Like if you want a super tough workout, you can put in that effort and you can be gasping for breath at the end. Or if you want to just get a good sweat and be a part of a community, you can get that same workout that that person who's rolling on the round on the ground is getting at the same time. It's. It is all very much um, based on where you are at that day, which is honestly the beautiful thing about CrossFit, why I love it so much and why I try to convince people to come because it's like, oh, I need to get fit before I try it. And it's like, no, right. no, 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 no. Come and let, let me show you that, that it's different, yeah. that we can, we can get you to where you need to be or we can just let you have a fun time and be around a bunch of people and you do your own thing. I love how I love how common that thread thread is though of just like I'm just gonna wait for all these other things to align and then I'll then yeah. I'll do that. Like yeah. the, how many times I've ever said that of just like nah like you know I'm gonna get high today and then like you know if my job was a little better you know if this happened if that I have to wait for this to go to detox yeah. like and all this other stuff and the same thing of like all right well I you know like that looks pretty intense so I'm gonna I'm gonna do this other it's like just do it yeah just yeah. show up just show and, up oh. It's crazy how that sentiment shows up 
in all aspects of our lives. And then physical fitness is so cool because it just kind of cuts through all that BS. Yeah. And it gives you immediate evidence that like, okay, I can do this. Like even for me, some, one of the hardest things of showing up to that class in the first place was like, I'm going into a situation with people I don't know, you know, which is very difficult for me. And you know, to get that immediate feedback and evidence that like, oh, I went into something blind and I'm getting support and it's good and I'm glad I did it. Like that makes doing stuff like that in the rest of my life a lot easier too, mm. you know? It's like, okay, well, if this whole CrossFit thing worked out fine, then this stupid party I have to go to or something like that is going to work out fine too, you know? like, <laughs> and or, or maybe wor- it won't wor- and that's okay. Worst yeah. case scenario, you look hot going, you know? Right. That's right. Hot Doug. <laughs> now that's a multi-episode callback because i don't think we've talked about, hot, about hot dog it's not in an episode no I it's not it was. Oh. is yeah. that another word word on the day calendar hot dog no what, what is honestly honest question favorite condiment for a hot dog yeah it was a question oh. that came up at a softball game yesterday i like plain hot dogs <laughs> no you don't yes how it's the only way i like to eat them who I, hurt you? Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> who are you? <laughs> I guess it's I guess it's weird, but I don't, so, I don't know. So in honesty though, you didn't answer my question. <laughs> um I mean ketchup. Okay, good, mean. because that's what I screamed. Does hot sauce games. count? You know, because so that would be my favorite. Hot dog with hot, hot sauce, sauce on, on it? it? Oh no. Oh, on just, a hot dog. Oh, on a hot dog. Is? Sorry, I got to be very specific. Although I will say, I went to Chicago recently and had like a real Chicago dog, and it was very good. Was so. it at Porta, Portobello's? No. Is that, is that what it's called? I have no idea. I, I don't know. It was from a stand. I know that's a mushroom. Or not. <laughs> it was from a stand. Yeah, that's real, <laughs> he, right? He found it on the street. <laughs> <laughs> it was a hot dog in Chicago, so. Like, oh, it looked real to me. <laughs> yeah. Well, are any hot dogs I, real? Yeah. Okay. I really like hot dogs, so I know. So I, it's ranch for me. I eat my hot dogs with ranch. Ranch? What? <laughs> okay, I'm more horrified by that. I'm not ranch gonna lie. Ranch and you. barbecue, if I have it with me, but ranch will do just fine. You just carry like a like a little thing of barbecue in your back. If I could pull out a thing of ranch or barbecue right now, I would, I would lose, lose my, my mind. mind. <laughs> no, when I was uh, back, not that this was a sign of my addiction, but when I was in my addiction. <laughs> I would I would eat like three hot dogs for breakfast before I went to work at like six o'clock in the morning. Yeah, (laughs) and then I'd eat three more at lunch, and then I'd eat three at night, and then I'd just like drink a pint, (laughs) just pass out. (laughs) Awesome, right? I had it's a good. That's a good Tuesday. I lived on Speedway hot dogs. (laughs) Oh, my buddy used to always like he would wear long sleeves and slip them up his sleeves, and or he'd get corn dogs and pull the stick out, put it in his pocket, and he'd be like, "It's a little pocket dog." <laughs> Pocket dog. That rules. Oh, oh Seth, I miss you. Okay. Well, to change the subject, uh, hel- yeah, healthy because habits. I can't do any of that anymore. Delicious. I did want to say it's cool to hear that CrossFit is accessible hmm. because, as a person who I told you earlier today, that I can do one push up awesome. on a good day, hmm. um, I have never heard that before. Oh yeah. Um, like I, I know people that have done CrossFit, not just here, but like, um, outside of guiding light, I've heard of people doing CrossFit and it just seemed so inaccessible. Hmm. Um, like you only ever see the giant tire and like the huge NFL, like linebacker person, like shoving it, you know, you know, it's, sorry. No, you're good. It is, um, that's the image that people have with CrossFit. We never do tire flips. I was going to say, I've never seen, we have, we have tires at eight day, but Never. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. Really? Yeah. That's so funny. Because that is like, that's my concept of CrossFit. That was like mine too. This huge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The and big, I've the never. Big ropes. Yeah. Battle ropes. Battle ropes. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I'm moving my arms up and down <laughs> to demonstrate battle ropes because it's a vis- It's not a visual medium. Oh my gosh. What are the cameras for? Well, it's we a visual put it on medium. YouTube, but it's okay. Awesome. I was like, okay. she just doesn't know what she's talking about. Yes. I know. No, well, that. I listen to podcasts, not watch YouTube. That so is, that's why that I is really true though. The, yeah. the, that, that whole concept of. So, so the, the, um, one of the, I guess like sayings or mantras in CrossFit is mm-hmm. that it's infinitely scalable. Okay. So if we have a workout that is, you know, like, um, Amanda, which is one of a, a staple CrossFit workout. 
and it is 975 of ring muscle ups and snatches at 135 pounds for men and 95 pounds for ladies. If I do that, like I could, I could walk the guiding light guys through that workout mm-hmm. easily, you know, but it's just where you are, um, based on your physical level and your ability to do things ba- di- kind of dictates what we're going to do, whether that's, yeah. you know, we end up doing pulls on the rings and then maybe some assisted ring dips, or, you know, we do snatches with a dumbbell or a barbell or a PVC pipe you know, based on kind of where your strength is and, and how you can access the movement itself. You you have done a very good job at, I mean, it's six different, eight different, 10 different variations mm. of like, just show up, do the best you can. It's going to be the movement. Um, I've always been impressed with that. I didn't know there's so many variations of like 90% of the moves you can do. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, and it's uh, it's something that I've always kind of just had in the back of my mind, but it wasn't until like after a couple weeks with, no, that's not true. After two classes with the Guiding Light guys, <laughs> you know, a majority of my time is now spent like, okay, I look at the workout the day before, or I write the workout the day before and think, okay, how many different ways do I need to come up with this? Like, what if this is an injury? What if somebody mm-hmm. is struggling with this? Like, mm-hmm. do we have any new people? Like... How many different options do I need to come up with for this this thing to make it accessible for people? Because that's what the the last thing I want is somebody to walk away with a bad taste in their mouth because they weren't able to do something. Right. Yeah. No, I think that's important. Like that that concept of so in psychology they call it learned helplessness, where you hmm. learn that you are helpless. You you get stuck <laughs> in this idea of like you're helpless and yep. and you have no hope for you know. And I think sometimes to your point about the the guys coming in and there's like the people who are like, I just can't do anything. Mm. It can sometimes be from that. They've tried a lot of things and they either haven't been able to do it or they haven't been able to do it the way other people told them to do it. Yep. And then they get this image of themselves as helpless and hopeless and they can't do anything. But when they can do one thing yeah. that starts to give them hope and, and reframe their mind to the, mm. they can do things and yeah. you can build from there. Yeah. So that's really cool. Yeah. It's, it's fun to me when, um, when somebody comes in for their first class and they're like, I've got this wrong and this wrong and this wrong. And I, you know, I've got both my hips replaced and my knees aren't good and I can't do anything that's on the board. I'm like, well, we'll see. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, 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 trust me, let me show you. Yeah. Yeah. But they, you know, it's, they don't have that. They, well, one, they don't know me, but they don't have that, that trust. So it's like, okay, let me, you know, just follow my instruction, do what you can, and uh, and we'll go through this. So that's been, uh, as as a coach and as somebody who, um, like I, I coach for eighth day too. So I it, it's nice to kind of hone those skills in that aspect. Because mm-hmm. then when I get like, you know, regular paying members who are coming in from out of town or just a new member that is struggling with it, like I have confidence in building because it's like, oh, I... I just, you know, ran person A, B, and C through this workout, and they are five times worse than you are. Like, you, you'll be fine. Like, let's go. We yeah. got this. What is the difference? So, just out of curiosity, when you're when you're dealing with like decently level, like real athletes, what what are those workouts look like compared to? Are are they the same ones? Do you write yeah. them? No, no, no. I don't. So okay. I I used to write the workouts for, that the the Phoenix members would do. Okay. The, when it was a class a week, but when I was, when I'm doing six classes a week, it was like, I, I don't want to plan a whole week. We're just going to do what eight days doing. Okay. So it is, it is the, the workout that the, the general population is doing at eight day, which is also really fun because then we get to, it gives an additional time and an additional class for the eight day members. And sometimes we have some members come into uh specifically the 8 a.m guiding light class because they're like seven doesn't work nine doesn't work mm-hmm. hey there's a phoenix class at eight i'll sign up for that and they just hop on the app really quick uh-huh. sign into the class <laughs> bing bang boom they're done and it's it's a lot of fun because it's you know then um the guys see that they they see other people coming in they see that it's not just just for them um and that's always, you know, that's always inspiring. It's always fun. I just love the, 
So we'll come in at eight. There'll be there'll be people leaving at that time. Mm. They're sweating. They're finishing up their workout, and that you know you see people <gasps> just and it's just like oh man. But it's cool too to have you know more people come in for a nine o'clock class, and there's that, that sense of accomplishment of like when you walk out and you're like, man, like I was one of the people that I saw mm. when I came in. You know, like they struggled, but they did it. Finish. You get to walk out successful. It's the same thing. It's it's just cool to see it. There's always people in that building too. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's a big building. It's massive. Deceptively big. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you have a place called Narnia. Yeah. Yep. That yeah, is right? actually huge. Yeah. Oh, is that is that why it's called that? Because <laughs> yeah. like cuz okay. I don't like so cuz you I walk on, back I, there and it looks and it's just like, "Oh, look at this gigantic space that I yeah. wasn't aware was here." So then I, you know, um I don't know where all the names for the rooms okay. came from. Just curious. But there's also there's also a painting of a lion in Narnia. Ah, gotcha. Yes. There is, isn't there? There is, yeah. Um, and so the the room that is adjacent to Narnia that we keep all the stuff in is called the wardrobe because oh, you have to yes. walk through the wardrobe huh. to get to Narnia. It's all yeah. coming together. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that was really well thought out. Yeah. It was all very intentional. Joe that was all creative. Dan, too. Dan did all of that. <laughs> did everything everything he talks about doing all of it himself too so how how did eighth day gym get involved with supporting the phoenix from me okay yeah <laughs> that really was it yeah <laughs> like did you like what if so, another gym wanted to somehow get involved they, with the if like another that? gym wanted to like i'm i'm all for it okay. and that's mm-hmm. that's kind of the goal here is is uh, community uprising, you know, yeah. not uprising. uprising. Is, no, 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 oh, no, 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 no. We're, we're going to stick yeah. with uprising. <laughs> a community uprising. Not did did you, that. because you work, did you work out at eighth day before? I was, so yeah. So I started working out at eighth day, um, like mid pandemic. Mm-hmm. And then like a weekend of working out there, I was like, Hey, I went up to Joe, the uh-huh. owner. I said, I want a coach. He's like, I don't know who you are. <laughs> So, um, it took a little while of me attending classes and, you know, building his trust to see that I'm cause you know, I was just a quiet kid in the corner doing my own workouts. He's like, I don't, I don't know you, like, yeah. <laughs> but then I started coaching and then I was like, uh, as soon as I got the job, I said, Joe, this is what I want to do. Like, this is my, this is my employment. Uh, this is what I want to do here with eight day. And he's like, I am all for it. Like this awesome. is, this is what it's we so do. Cool. I, I posted something on the, the, the gym members page and I like just had a basically wrote a Facebook book yeah. and I said, this is my story. You know, this is my current job. This is what I'm bringing to eight day. I would love if I could get your support. If you know anybody that could benefit from this, like send them my way. If you know uh, anybody that wants to get involved with this, send them my way. And the, the response I got from the community was just I mean, it still gives me goosebumps. It's, mm. it's, it let me know that I was in the right place. It's so cool that eighth day is not like, cause that, like when I would go to shows at like the intersection and stuff like that, yeah. like I would know eighth day as an extremely intimidating place. To oh be, yeah. You know? Yeah. So to, to be there and to see the support of everybody is really broken down a lot of, a lot of learned helplessness for me as well. Yeah. You know? it's also so cool. the, sorry, did I cut no, you off? Uh, no. The, when you say it gives you goosebumps, it, I still get that feeling of as you as you tell that story. Is his name Aaron? Who the Joe? owner? Joe. 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 Sorry, <laughs> Joe. And like, oh, like, Way hey, off. Joe. The, 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not even close. This is what I want to do. That and just like, yes, like that's what we do here. Yeah. Like that. That in itself, yeah. in and of itself, I just don't think is a trait that's often seen nowadays. I, yeah. I don't know if that's a, the best way to put it, but just the fact of no, no, this is what this is what we do here. Like yeah. we have a purpose. It's not. It's not just a business. It's not just a gym. There's a purpose behind it, which. Well, and for people who want to support something like this, you know, I think sometimes we we get this concept or like to your point about me always talking about being clinical. I think people (laughs) get stuck in that mindset of like, if I want to help people who are in recovery or Mm -hmm. addiction or anything, I have to it has to be a clinical sense. I have to be a social worker. These are the channels I have to go through. And that's. I, I love this idea that there is an option. Like if you are somebody who's in, who really knows how to play pickleball and is like really yeah. into snowshoeing or anything like that. And you want to directly help mm-hmm. and, and like inspire people and, and be a part of something like this. You don't have to be a PhD social yeah. worker, you know, clinical therapist or anything. You can be a person who has a passion yeah. and share that passion with other people yes. that really genuinely 
impacts their lives and helps their recovery and things like that. But you don't have to do all the right things or know all the right words or anything. You know, you, you can right. be passionate and know a lot about something and share that with people that really helps them grow. Yeah. Do you, do you have any, do you have any, um, college degrees? Uh, no. Okay. Well, I, I was, I was just curious. It's one of those, I, I, love to hear people's stories and like kind of their, their, their hopscotch of like, I went from here to, I went mm-hmm. to here and I went to here. And I know you talked about being a director and, and just kind of how, how life gets you to this place that you were willing to go to that place of like, no, sure. this is what I want to do. Yeah. Like, this is what I'm passionate about. Are, are you asking for my story? No. Oh, okay. You already told me a story, didn't we? A story? The story, a story, part of the story. We're we about stories it, here. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, if you want to share your story, you can. Oh, it's a long one. If you can, if you can, if you can tie I'm it up. Cliff it. Notes. <laughs> Are Cliff Notes still a thing, or is that dating yes. me? Okay, cool. No, Cliff cool, cool. Notes. No, they just, still sell them at Barnes and Noble. It's a thing in here. Sell them at Barnes yeah, and Noble. Yeah, it's a booklet. I didn't know that either, but Spark it is. Spark Notes is Spark Notes oh, a thing. Um, I'm thinking that's what I'm Spark thinking Notes. Of. Whatever. Cliff, what are Spark Notes? It's same on, thing. It's, it's just online. Oh. Cliff's Notes and Spark Notes are the same thing, but two different companies. Okay, cool. Anyway. Or is it the same company? Oh, maybe. I didn't know it was one company. I don't know yeah. what you're talking about. Anyway, I never, I never used them. <laughs> yeah, sorry. We're so good at moving on. So, uh, so I, I got, uh, I got sober when I was 19, um, and you know, you can fill in the blanks from prior to that. I started using when I was 11, and and it was fun, and then it was not so fun, and then I needed help. Um, fast forward, and it's just been. You know, so I'm currently in school and been kind of going in and out of school for 12 years to get a bachelor's degree. It's been super fun. Seven Um, seven years for me. I'm almost done. On the same boat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And it's, it's so funny because I remember like in my, when I was first considering going back to school, um, in my early twenties, I was like. Uh, cause I was, you know, my, uh, my family is full of medical people. We've got a couple mm-hmm. nurses, we've got a, a PhD, we've got a couple MDs, a DO, like, like a full. So I was like, Oh, I'll, I'll be a doctor. That's what I'll do. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And then I was right. like, but I'll be, I'll be like 32 by the time I'm done. Yeah. And that's like, I'm 33 now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But even if I would have gone, I would have, I would have not done anything. Right. And, yeah. um, so when I, when I first started going, I was going like athletic training and then I found out that they don't make much money. Yeah. I should have learned that first. Cause that was, that was my fixation is how much money can I make initially? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, uh, decided I wanted to go to psychology and then realized that I really didn't like psychology. And then I was just like, I'll just get a business degree, just plain business, <laughs> like kind of jack of all trades that can get me in yeah. whatever, do whatever. Uh, and then I stopped going to school because I started working at a CrossFit gym and volunteering for the Phoenix. And I was like, oh, this is what I want to do. I don't need school for this. Uh, and then that ended and I wasn't making much money there. So I was like, I need, I have a wife now. I need to be able to provide for her. Yep. So then I got a big boy job as the clinical director. Um, and then I was like, oh, I need to finish my degree. And so then from there, it's been like a class a semester. Mm-hmm. And it is this never-ending trudge. And I am just so ready to be done with it. And it's, I have my thoughts on on uh, modern education that we will save for another time. <laughs> um, yeah. They're probably shared. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, you know, through, through all of this, it, it just kind of like all of the things, whenever I came to it, like I found enjoyment leading people through something like I, my, like my biggest spiritual gift is, is, uh, empathy and, uh, surprisingly leadership that, that doesn't, it took me a long time to recognize that one, but people would just follow me and I didn't know why. Uh, and, and I found that it's, um, you know, through, through the course of a bunch of the things, I just found out that like, okay, I just need to lean into this. I just need to follow like, I can, I'm going to take a pay cut, whatever. I will make it work because this is what I enjoy doing and mm-hmm. what I'm passionate about and what gives me life and what I feel like is my purpose. Um, so 
kind of that's that's kind of what the the road that led me to where I am currently at. Um, and I totally forgot what the question was. No, that pretty much <laughs> you nailed it. it. Okay, cool. Yeah, it was just yeah. your cool. story. So oh, you did great. it. But it's <laughs> I, I, people's stories are fascinating with how they get to where they are. Mm-hmm. And, oh, sure. And I, I love the fact it's like, oh, well, like school's this. And, and I kind of brought it up because I found out later in life that schooling is something that I needed to open up some of the doors in the direction that I wanted to go. Sure. Mm-hmm. But schooling is not always needed yeah no and it's 100 percent. and it's just cool to, to hear somebody like go through this go through this go through this go through this and then but still found to a point of that's not what i want hmm. like or at least not right now yeah right now yeah. it's not what i want um and i just don't think a lot of people have that in them either too yeah. and when we yeah. speak about quote-unquote failure it's just yeah. i i like her verbiage of it is to pivot of yeah. like I got to this point and like oh I'm not turning around I'm just switching lanes a little bit because I'm still building off of all the stuff that I had so yeah yeah pivoting is super important like I Pivot. I did go through I know it, there's also the friends reference but um I did go through friends? traditional school like pivot I'm with the couch kidding. go oh I'm just yep. continue your thought yeah sorry um, I I did go like I right out of high school, went to college. And then I went straight into grad school. And I was a year into grad school of a one and a half to two year program when I realized that uh, I was not necessarily Mm. where I wanted to be. Um, But I had no other, I I mean, I was in a corner. I was dead ended. What else was I going to do but finish? So, and I, I wish that I had ever been given the permission to not. Because in Mm. my family and in my like I was the first to go to college but and because of that it was that was it like got, there was yeah. no other option like yeah. you were going and at no point did anybody give me permission to say do you want to like think about that a minute like yeah. do you want to like take a minute to consider and assess if you actually feel good it was just nope I'll feel good when I'm done yeah that was it and I did not <laughs> like I I've shared on a previous episode like being in corporate social work and then making the decision to leave. And to some people that was a failure. And I do still work through some imposter syndrome and like dealing Mm -hmm. with some of that failure because Mm -hmm. I work part-time at a retail store, which I love. I do it because I like it, not because I have to. Um, But sometimes it does feel like people get my age wrong all the time. I'll be Mm -hmm. 30 in August and people are like, you don't look your age at all. And I work with like 18 year olds and And then it's like, what are you doing here? (laughs) You know, and dealing with that. But like, I'm so happy. Mm. Like, I've never been as happy as I have been now, like working, life coaching with Guiding Light and doing this podcast um, and working in the store. Like, these are the things that I really love. And it speaks to different pieces of my passion. And that is so important. Giving people permission to say, like, you, you can do what makes you happy. Yeah. And so it's okay. Like that's allowed to be the answer. Yeah. Even if it's not successful yeah. as we. Well, it's, it sounds like you're honoring your passions and you're honoring yourself. I'll do all the things and then I'll be happy. Yeah. Yeah. Because oh, it's, yeah, it's a destination. That. It's not the journey. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But Once I, I graduate, I'll feel so good. Yeah. Right. That's what I heard. Yeah. Yeah. Destination. Yeah. No, it didn't work. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, that's so funny because my, my upbringing was the same result, but the opposite. Like mm-hmm. all of my family had, have these advanced mm-hmm. degrees and mm-hmm. then there was a little old me. And, and then there was, a, I remember distinctly a very blunt conversation with my mom, which was just like, like, when are you going to be okay with me not being my brothers and sisters? Yeah. Like, when is it okay for me to go my own path and do my own thing? Maybe college isn't right for me. Granted, I'm still in college. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. I'm still there. But like, you know, <laughs> it, it's just this, it's this thing that like, I was never told that that was like, this is society puts this pressure that, mm-hmm. that steps are A, B, and C. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we have these little sub steps in between that you're going to get married and have kids and like white picket fence and all that stuff. And, and I was like, this doesn't. This doesn't drive with me. I don't like it. It doesn't yeah. fit. So I did everything backwards. <laughs> it's okay. I, I had the kid before the house, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, 
Thanks okay, for coming bye. by. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know that does seem like a good place to end yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so again, we're going to have all the information about how to connect yeah. with the Phoenix. Mm. If you are a person who has something, that, some hobby that you want to participate mm. in, or even just to see if it would work. Yeah. Um, just yeah. So that real quick, that is a good point. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be right. It can be like art exercise. Classes, it could be, right? it could yeah. be a, oh, a D and D yeah. night. Important. Yeah. That's so oh, cool. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Your boy just, might does have Josh, a, yeah, does Josh. Yeah, Josh want to get involved. Yeah, I will ask him. He does right. listen to the podcast, so he will so hear. We that we have a bunch of guys here actually games. that play D and D yeah. too. So yeah, like, that's they, right. They would be they yeah. would be down to. For anyone who doesn't know, it's Dungeons and Dragons. I think everybody knows. It's I don't D, know it's D and D. Well, Str Stranger Things, I guess, did make it pretty popular. I'm just saying. What's in case Stranger you Things? I've had enough of all of you. Okay. <laughs> so, yes. Thank you, Dan. If Welcome. you're into anything. Awesome. So that's actually important because I did kind of think that it was only like physical stuff. No. But yeah, yeah, any kind of thing. Any, anything. Like we have, uh, I mean, we do, there's a lot of programs that are online too. It's like we have yoga, meditation. Um, there's a lot of music stuff. Uh, we just, oh gosh, I can't think of the name, but we just partnered with an organization that um, basically what they do is, I think it's called Bring Me a Friend. They go to live music shows and basically it's someone uh -huh. is there to be like your sober support at a live music oh, show. That's cool. so, so yeah, cool. it's so cool. So, um, you know, we're doing like music events. Uh, Detroit does a lot of social events. So like, you know, um, on the docket, uh, I want to get like roller rink activities and like bowling and just stuff like that that mm -hmm. we can get out. Uh, make a name for Phoenix uh, and just be be a household name yeah. here in Grand Rapids. To, to know that there is a sober community too, where it's not ostracized or it's it's yeah. not it's not this thing yeah. out in the corner. It's just like no, hey, there's a bunch of people that do stuff sober. Yeah, like and trust me, I I have the sober shirt on right now. That for <laughs> a long time I saw people wear these shirts and I was like, I hate everything about you. Yeah, mm -hmm. no, and that, me too. And that shirt. But it's genuinely just it's it's a I like the fact that it has Phoenix on there. It yeah. it means something to me. It it represents mm -hmm. a lot of what I stand for and like the fact of like, yeah, there's people out there that this is it's just like, their life. Th yeah. 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 They don't need to make a big deal out of it. It's it is not who they are as yes. a person. Yeah. But it's it is part of their past and yeah. and they um, you know, just want to create something better. Well, and I think it's important to like one thing I think we touched on it in the very first episode of like you don't have to give up your life. Yeah. You yeah. know, you're not yeah. you're not giving up your life and you're not giving up fun and it's not that you have to now eat saltine crackers for every meal and never <laughs> have fun or enjoy in your life ever again. Uh, like, you know, but like just that blandness of a life. The, that's not what this is about. You can still right. go to music shows. Getting being sober is is really and, and i'm happy that i'm now at a point in my life where being sober is not my identity yeah yeah it, oh yeah it's it's, it, it, it. it's much more of like i don't do these things now mind you i have to do things to maintain that and that's that's right. a part of my life and mm -hmm. i have that i have that thing but like being sober is not my identity yep like i kind of yeah like what's the most interesting thing about you it's probably not my my yeah. my like it's not that i'm sober <laughs> no that's not i mean i i could tell you some crazy crazy stories and mm -hmm. like they get a kick out of it but like the people that i'm around now are more like, like what are you doing with your life like what are you passionate about what brings you joy what brings I know. you isn't it cool to like not have to like because when i got sober i always thought when i got to a point this time around you know where you kind of get out of early recovery and it's yeah. like oh okay i'm actually doing this it's still touch and go but like i'm like I always thought the most interesting and compelling thing about me is like I'm in recovery, you know. Yeah. My name is Daniel. I'm an alcoholic. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and I I beat the odds and all that stuff, you know. But it's not the most interesting about me. Interesting yeah. thing. No, we have we have Doug over here, which by the way, I'm still I'm just gonna give you a lot of credit right now. So take this. All right. Everything that you see set up in this room with these microphones, these lights, the cameras, everything, the system, everything that he's working on right now, he did not know how to do this a few years ago. None nope. of it, and like to and I mean, I, six months ago, yeah, like, really, and no. and and I got to I I I got to he's been in he's in a position now that he gets to like bring this stuff together. You got he, to be the like the day it started. I know. You know? Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot. Yeah, the COVID thing. Yeah, yeah. When you were walking around with my phone. Yeah. Yeah. But like it's it's just to, and then to see somebody grow and be like he has a passion. Like you have a thing that you're able to like oh like and figure out and put your heart into yeah. and. 
That's yeah. the most interesting thing. Yeah. That's what I tell people. His know? casting like, light I, podcast is. <laughs> I know. Yeah. yeah. No. It'll be the first. Yeah. First of many. But yeah, yeah. stuff in the show notes. I know. <laughs> yeah. We All said right. we, oh, yeah, were, yeah, yeah. we were ending and then we didn't. That was five minutes uh, ago. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. But yeah, if you want to get involved, if you have anything that you're interested in, anything, just yeah. hop on into the app and get connected. And if you want to learn more about the Phoenix, you can do that through the website. or Correct. And that will also be in the show notes. Um, if you want to know more about Guiding Light, what we're the work we're doing here, um, also in the show notes. Everything's in the show notes. Yeah. So check so, it out. Yeah. If you want to be involved, if you want to be involved with the Phoenix, uh, don't talk about it. Be about it. Ooh. <laughs> yes. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Thank and you. And thanks everybody. for being here. Thank yeah. you. Thanks for having me. That was fun. Great. All right. Cut. <laughs> <laughs>